Our Thanksgiving show is coming up. You, the listeners, we need your help. Please email us a voice note about what you're stoked on, what you're thankful for. Send it to mostlyskateboarding at gmail.com. We're going to do a show. Hey, welcome to the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Munzenreiter, and I'm joined this week by Jason from Frozen and Carbonite. And we've got a special guest panelist, Davis Torgerson, here to talk about the new Alzheimer's video. You deserve it. But first, we're headed to Alan Gelfand High. Weekend just released a collaboration with Them Skates. Yes, a rollerblade brand. And guys, Davis, Jason, there's a lot to unpack here. But actually, it's all pretty rad. We got a super fun montage out of the deal alongside a highly entertaining seven-minute skit involving a tour of the aforementioned Alan Gelfand School. Is that Torrance High School? Buffy the Bell, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer was filmed there? Jason, above all else, has the beef between skaters and bladers been buried? Did Weekend do it for us without asking? Well, first of all, is uh, is Alan Gelfand High hiring? Like, like, what do I fax my resume to? <laughs> there over there but um no seriously i you know i think so i think i think rollerblading has become so uncool that it's kind of circled all the way around like like back in the day like rollerblading was it was just associated with like you know civilian like fitness shit you know everyone's like old uncle had some rollerblades in their garage it was so easy because you just like jump on the rail or the ledge or whatever they waxed the shit out of ledges. Uh, they wore like kooky ray pants. Their tricks had like dumb names like soul grind and all this other shit. Fishbone? Yeah, whatever. It's Fish like brain. Porn star. Yeah, it's like you like you just like kick your leg out a certain way and it's a new trick. Like it was so weird, dude. And the, you know, well, finally, I mean, there was that guy, Arlo Eisenberg. If you remember that guy, just like such a kook. But you know, I think, you know, the most important aspect of being cool is really not giving a fuck. And if you're still rollerblading in 2022, you obviously, you know, don't give a shit about anything except for, you know, whatever type of fun you can have on your skates, so to speak. So, yeah, I guess. Only caring about not caring. Yes, not- uh, that's that's the mantra. Yeah, the only thing sorry, I Sorry, not sorry. Not yeah, exactly. I mean, Davis, I'm going to hit you, like, first question ever on this podcast hard hitting did you ever rollerblade i did have a pair of rollerblades and i'd like to start by saying i appreciate my first appearance being on this podcast we talked about rollerblading uh, it's exactly what i imagined this would be like so thank wow. you that's weird but go on yeah i i think when i started skating i i was uh, i was a kid that had a skateboard and a, and a pair of rollerblades for maybe boy probably like six months but pre ollies pre anything really and uh i think I don't know what I forget the transition to only skating and what that was, but I think it probably had to do with fitting into a social circle, and that was be- best fit skating. <laughs> but that's fair. But but what Jason was saying is that uh, I, I think the biggest thing that I'm taking away from this is that I'm like I'm I found a, a new respect for for bladers. I don't know rollerblading or blading, but but basically I think that you know I. I think the hate probably garnered early in the nineties and then, and then forth was maybe like blading was riding the coattails of skating's image and culture a little bit and kind of being this like sub thing to them and just being different. Right. But as far as like, I I didn't really know that blading was still a thing five years ago. 
so to see this and see that there are like legit bladers doing it it's what you were saying like they don't give a fuck is that i respect them like doing their own underground scene i mean if you're still blading like you are not doing it to be fitting in i don't know munzee what do you think i mean you you've been to the saint anthony skate park here which is like Mm -hmm. it was made by true ride everybody's ridden those ramps it's like three feet and under three or four feet and under um skate light ancient everybody skated those ramps because they were big like 20 plus years ago and that's the one park where up until uh, it's so decrepit now you can't even go there anymore but i would be there five four years ago and these dudes who are like a couple years younger than me in their mid to upper 30s would show up and they're aggressive inline skating that's another name for it i don't know <laughs> what the uh ethnonym is not to make a bad joke about that but um yeah these there's dudes who have stuck through stuck with it for so Mm -hmm. long and i mean going going in on the weekend video like that was actually a lot of fun and super entertaining and not that i got any of the fish brains or porn star grinds or like why do you grab inline skates because they're attached to your feet maybe that's as much shade as i'll throw but like i mean the video itself is put together super rad And I give props to the kid who, like, tried to step off Wally, that sign over the chain, and they cut out his, cut out his slam, but Yeah, we saw the first, we saw the first hippie jump on rollerblades, I'm pretty sure, by... Dude, that's your boy, right? (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Well, that was in the video, but as far as the skit is concerned, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I might even look forward to the weekend skits more than the videos, to be honest, because of just how on point Grant and those guys are. And I think the biggest thing is, is if we're tying into the blading is I love their, uh, the, the thing that bonds them is their love of wax. <laughs> and, and what's funny is I think a lot of skaters have, have given shit to bladers for wax and everything, but I think there's a lot of skaters that might need to look in the mirror when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah. Did, like, do bladers ever wax the ground? Cause I know dudes that wax the ground. Wait, what's the purpose yeah. Like, yeah, that might, yeah, that might have been power slides, or wh- why are they waxing the ground? So you can do like 270 out easier and do like that. Damn, mm. that's like a Dave Mayhew hack, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe, seriously. but uh, but yeah, about the skit, like, I mean, we've talked about this on this before. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Grant is sort of pulled like a Spike Jones maneuver and uh transitions into you know, film, you know, big time film television production. Like, this show is pretty funny, like, uh, where that. What are my notes here? Like, um, oh, the guy with the CD wallet at the beginning. That was, that was good. I mm-hmm. uh, was reading an Annie Leibovitz book. Um, that guy, Boost from L.A., Kevin Birch, playing Jake Duncan. Yeah, yeah. fucking like, like, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, there's a ton of little shit in there. Barry's uh, repeated watching. At least one or two more. I think what jumped out to me was the, and Davis, maybe you can help with this from uh, experience, like, Pro skateboarding, industry skateboarding typically doesn't make fun of itself in that way. Or am I wrong? I mean, it just it just struck me that like, you know, it, it was it was a it was there were a lot of jokes where it's like, damn, they kind of like made a funny joke as opposed to like it kind of at a, a, it was self-deprecating in a way that well, sometimes doesn't show up. Yeah, I think I think it's changing. You know, I think people have gotten to be able to be a little less serious as far as because there's a maybe I don't know if it's because there's more money in it and so people are a little bit more comfortable and they're standing in place and what they're doing but I mean also like weekend is it's a rad brand and if rad brands are doing stuff that are being very subtle and in good taste making fun of things like I, 
who wouldn't want to be a part in something like that? Like I would do anything to make fun of myself and be in a skit because I think that that would be amazing. I think a lot of people would. And and to go on that, like one of the things I really thought was amazing is that I, I think like a true skater watching that would would really like uh, understand the subtleness of some of those little shots. Like, you know, maybe with like when it when it goes to the hockey team, it's like the car horns and like random noises that they're known for in their edits <laughs> and, you know, the frog the frog team making kid graphics and or when it was the primitive uh team it was p-rod song from yeah right and you know it's just this like oh this is this perfect team and then bob's trying to like oh hey what's up p-rod and then it's gunshots to just his rejection (laughs) and that's just that's p-rod from yeah right and so i think you know grant like like what jason was saying is like i wouldn't be surprised if he made that switch you know transition because he clearly gets it but he's He's also like really like throwing in like the true skate nerds of like, remember these little things from from past videos? I mean, when the opening from what was it? Sight Unseen with the guy like skating through a parking lot holding a skateboard. What, whatever trans world video that was like, I'd already Unseen, watched. Man. I'd watched the Alan Gelfand high skit and I was like, whoa, this is ridiculous. Like that's a seven minute skit. Normally that stuff shouldn't hold any, anyone's attention, but. It obviously did. And then, yeah, it was like dopamine hit with this nostalgic skater nerd thing of like, that's a 20 plus, that's like a 20 year old video. Yeah. And like, like, I remember like when I was watching this skit and then all of a sudden uh, they start talking about the janitor and Sheen Dashima started playing. And then you instantly knew like, wow, Heath Kirchhardt is totally the creepy janitor. This is amazing. (laughs) Like I almost, I swear to God, I got chills. (laughs) So, and props to Heath. For, for doing that and being like he said self deaf it, it totally worked and it was just funny who all were the uh the 20th group? i think it was like grant himself and justin strubing clint peterson oh and clint peterson. daniel shimizu yeah useless uh useless wooden knowledge um yep. yeah they're always they always kind of like find a cameo in some of their skits i think those guys are close so uh yeah don't invite them to your party they won't leave i've heard <laughs> I, i'm just perpetuating the joke um yeah man i mean what i mean i well, i'll say that like i think uh i think in doing this that obviously this probably came about with i know that jordan taylor has in his never-ending search for a new spot you know and he'll he'll leave no stone unturned which is super rad and it went to i know he talked about it in his out there that thrasher video where he was watching other extreme sports scootering rollerblading and then he ended up contacting some of them and so i think that that's how this kind of came about which just amazing and the fact that they were willing to just kind of like say fuck it like like we're literally going to double our spot book these dudes are probably like just like us like driving around alleyways just like us and in doing this it seems like uh the olive branch has maybe been extended back to blading where it was you know these years of torment and like you know maybe younger sibling thing and uh to see this that rollerblading is still a thing when it completely died out and that there are like legit heads doing it then good for them and i think that that's just like almost maybe it's we controlling us too but i i think i think it's just them saying fuck it dude these dudes are doing their thing yeah i mean it it almost seems like the ultimate troll and just like all right how can we just go all the way fucking over the top like how can i make my grant answers thinking how he can make his skateboard company jump the shark for whatever reason. But I, I think I, I said like weekends, the funnest brand ever this put it over the top. I mean, all the, 
how many videos has that dude put out this year? Like two or three of these that are like absolute bangers and it's all fun, all LA, like spots you don't see ever. I'm sold. I just wish they'd quit it with like the Jeff Pang, Zoo York shapes that are like shovel nose and tail. I can't skate those. I want I want to be able to Oh, you mean like able... you mean like old football shapes? No, they're like they're squared Square. off. They're like oh the yeah, mid-90s like old Zoo oh, York Chapman or something. Oh, like the old yeah, like the old Chapman. They're crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know, but I know that remember girl boards, they always had a a nice square nose which I I think I kind of like that. So That's a second know. gen, Maybe. man. Maybe they're onto something. Get you on a Mariano from 96. Oh, the pointiest 7.4-inch board. It's probably just a sheet of plywood at this point. Question for y'all. Are, do you think scooters occupy this space for us as rollerblading did in the 90s? Munzee, you, you start with this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take it, man. I, I honestly feel like having been there in the 90s and you know the rollerblade hate was easy because you're a cool cool ass skater or something yeah i do objectively think scootering occupies a lower rung and we're doing a rare video we normally don't do video davis i almost called you templeton oh how the how, how the heart grows sorry to let you down sorry i'm, I'm missing missing our editor dude but um i do think scootering occupies like a lower rung objectively because even though it's not attached, you're using your hands. There's the whole, like, I don't know, it just strikes me as, like, a seven-year-old's toy. And I think Scott Pazelt in, like, a Logic video, or maybe his 411 thing. I think it was a Logic video. I mean, it was, like, the first Razor scooter that was ever sold on the Venice Beach strip. And he, like, tail-whipped over a parking block. And that could have been it. Shouts to Scott Pazelt. But, uh, yeah, I think I think the scooter might have down, died down a little bit, too, in the past few years. Like, like five years or so ago, there were some dudes that were trying to, like, do rails and do all this gnarly shit, like flyouts and rodeo flips or whatever the fuck. But I haven't seen that many of them around. Recently. Scootering is definitely a lot more similar to skating with the fact that there is a, a, mid, a midsection to, like, grind a rail with rollerblades. It's, like, kind of completely different. Granted, maybe yeah. you're, like, doing it on the same spot. So when scootering be- kind of became a thing, it was like they're literally scootering the exact same thing as we skate. So it felt even more like leechy, maybe, but kind of like rollerblading was like, but it's so it's this easy thing that just kids get into. And then you maybe hope that uh, after after a year, they they decide that they want to start skating. But yeah, so maybe maybe scootering does uh, fill that void as far as the lower rung for now, um, because, yeah, you're holding on to something while frontboarding the rail. I mean, just think about frontboarding while holding on. I'm doing, you can't see my hands, but it, it, <laughs> it doesn't doesn't feel tight. Um, have you guys read that Rolling Stone scootering story from like five years back? It might be even seven years back, but have you guys read that? Are you aware of no, that? No, what was, what was the deal with that? I mean, it's it's a Rolling Stone reporter who think goes like street scootering with a bunch of scooters and then there's interviews where this kid he's like 19 is like yeah skateboarding that shit's dead scootering is <laughs> gonna take over and like it's it's an incredible piece of journalism because i mean i think the whoever reported it could have done a good skateboarding story too even if they didn't have the fire quotes <laughs> that the scooter provided but uh that'll be in the show notes thanks templeton i think i think the Hot other takes, one is wow yeah, I mean the kid was unrelenting. There was a chip on the shoulder. That that was the the one of the more interesting things about the story. Like 
the kid was hyper aware that like he was little brother and that dudes on podcasts would be saying they're like a rung below but um BMX. So you're saying you're saying scootering uh olympics 2028 stranger things have happened all right i'm gonna start practicing Mike, hey, you mentioned uh you mentioned bmx i'd say bmx is like mid-key even worse than scooters just because hey if they're if they're if they're riding or whatever you call it like the same spot you can die right literally you know if, if they fuck up or fall on you or whatever they like they fuck up the ledges that we wax and break in um they skate our diys and fuck it up just because their shit is so heavy so i mean bmx is like more closely tied to skating with the whole like the 80s culture or whatever but i'd say like objectively they're worse for us than any of any of this shit there was a there was a hot ledge spot in la up in san fernando that was seriously one of the sickest ledge spots I've skated. Like it was perfect and there were line potentials. There was like slanted walls for wallies. It was sick and it was in a bunch of videos. And I, I was lucky enough to skate it. And I went back two months later, like, dude, we got to go back to that spot. It's sick, completely chunked out. And it was like oh, those yeah, like dude. really fine concrete where like the, once the first layer ero- yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. is taken off, it's just powder underneath. So it was, mm. and you could tell it was bikers because the tire mark like oh, yeah, dude. eight inches under the ledge was there or whatever. So it was just kind of this, like, dude, like, you completely ruined the spot. Didn't uh, Chafee High School, Inland Empire, get actually, like, sledgehammered over, like, BMXers took sledgehammers to the ledges because of skater bike beef? Wow. No, Do you I remember know. that, Jason? Let me think. I, kn- I know there was sledgehammering, but I don't know, like, the reason behind it. Yeah. Maybe some shit like that. I think they recently got, like, got rid of the whole shit. Because there used to be like uh, some ledges off to the side that were kind of like higher or whatever. But uh, yeah, not sure. I think they recently got rid of that whole shit though. I'm just thinking now that like uh, Minnesota always had kind of a strong rollerblade scene. I want to say. Rollerblading was invented here. Well, the rollerblade. Well, yeah. Like capital R rollerblade trademark. So it always had a strong scene. Jason, was there ever like a, a strong scene out on the East Coast? Oh, in, in New York. Oh, New York, 100%. Okay. Like, we would always see those guys out, like, jumping on rails and whatnot. Like, in, like, just, like, in skating, like, a big crew, you know, going down the street, like, you know, downtown, like, near the banks or whatever. Like, all the same spots. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was a regional. If it was regional or not. But it made it everywhere. Oh, this is really dumb. First trip <laughs> to New York. Late night, lower Manhattan, we ran into a couple of rollerblade girls. They were pretty hot for what it's worth. This is 2003, first trip ever out there. And they were like, yeah, there's this amazing ledge spot in Staten Island. I think maybe they were talking about ABC. But like the last day of our trip, we burnt an entire day searching Staten Island for this <laughs> spot that was supposedly right off the ferry. And those girls, those rollerblade girls. Speaking, let us of, the, speaking of rollerblade girls, I... If 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 uh, this ends up being cut, then it, maybe maybe it should be. But uh, if speaking of rollerblade girls, I had a friend that was seeing a rollerblade girl for a while, and uh, the relationship fell through at one point. And the next time he saw her at the skate park, he was with Austin Seaholm. <laughs> I almost had to get had to get a Seaholm reference in the in the podcast. I figured that would uh, wow. my first time. I probably should. There's no way ever that that's getting cut. Our ratings for this episode are through the roof already. It's amazing. Honestly, but, yeah, it was so sick. <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, about like the East Coast or whatever. I think like Dipset 
like Cameron and Jim Jones and all them, they had like a rollerblade team. Damn. Pharrell had it's ice not... cream and they had rollerblades. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can look it up like diplomats, like dipset rollerblading. It's crazy. They had a video in it. I think that was like, I was probably like early 2000s or whatever back in uh, their heyday. What, what's so funny is like coming at rollerblading from a skateboard perspective is that like, yeah, Cameron might have had a rollerblade team. I'm not shedding, you know, doubting it. But it's like that happened, but we're so far down the skateboard rabbit hole of like bladers suck. It's like though my wife, before I ever met her, huge dislike of rollerblading in general. Just like people skating around the lake here or something. No dice. She hates rollerblading. <laughs> but like if you if I mean you guys are from Minnesota, so like you might have some insight in this, but so like but like if you play hockey, you probably start out playing like street hockey with rollerblades, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I mean, did you you played organized hockey, right, Davis? I did, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not a ton of roller hockey, but yeah, I mean, I I had rollerblades growing up as a kid, mainly for having also a hockey stick in your hand and shooting puck into a net in the street. Like, yeah, of course. Rollerblading to me growing up was not like this aerobic workout exercise. <laughs> it was this like kind of almost like skating, mimicking surfing. It was this like you're playing hockey in August type thing. It's funny. It just reminds me, like speaking of that, it's early november i think the weather is flipping here and it was raining all day but i saw like out my front window the cross-country skate or excuse me cross-country ski rollerblade inline skate what does anybody i don't know if anybody (laughs) does that in richmond but like you have a boot there's like a three foot long skate ski thing with wheels on the end and then there's these people that are pushing around with ski poles and that's how they train for cross-country skiing in the in the summer and this fool was doing it in the rain. It was kind of incredible. Maybe they're training for the biathlon. You know, did not see a rifle. <laughs> Where they, they, that, yeah. they didn't have a rifle like strung across their back. It kind of <laughs> dawned on me how sick that sport is. Like you got to haul ass on skis and then like, okay, now you got to shoot a little ass target. It's pretty sick. Yeah. It's, it's like sick. the Jason was... Bourne of sports. Damn. Yeah. It's gnarly. It's like or Vin Call Diesel triple X. Yeah. It's like Call of Duty and shit. But uh, yeah, I mean, with all this shit, like your BMX and your rollerblades, like there's a, like if you skate a park, you can't really do shit because like I mean, the park is basically it's created by the municipality. It's basically like a like a playground, pretty much. So you can't be like you know you can't really vibe on them, get the fuck fuck out because like you're there too, you know. So yeah, and a I mean, lot of times I don't good. know. Like if it's if it's a young kid, you know, messing around, like what do you, who are you to? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, it's like whatever, man. Like get out there like let them let i feel like i remember being young and like skaters were dicks when like dude 20 years ago skating was so much oh yeah skaters were dicks and like it was like blatant snaking of like eight-year-old kids (laughs) doing or even skating too but like i think i think it's good that we've probably uh swallowed our pride a little bit and we're we've uh mellowed out a little bit and so yeah like if you see a little kid scootering at the park yeah let them have it what it's like in that anti-hero video at the Antioch, California skate park. I only know what it is because I've been there. It's long gone. Anti-hero video, Eric J, I believe it was. Like frontside disasters, a vert wall, and then there's a little rollerblader in front of him going over the hip, and he just gives him a shove in the lower back, and he goes skunk flipping out of there. Like, we've grown past that, I think. Yeah, 100%. Oh, wait, didn't someone else do that? Like at a park, they just like stiff armed a rollerblader or something in some video. I, I don't. I know that the clip that Munzee's talking about. 
Yeah, I might be thinking of the same. It comes up every now and then on the right. internet, for sure. Yeah, I think it's good. We've, we've moved past that. I think we deserve. I think we deserve to have moved past that, you know? We deserve it. Yeah, if we could stay on our high horse, we deserve that. All right. Weekend buried the beef for us. Thank you, Grant and everybody. And Gordo with that, that hippie jump. That was incredible. Any thoughts on that, Davis? Uh, NBD, many have tried. No one has succeeded. And I'm happy that he was the first to do it. And it's the Gordo jump. Damn, he gets naming rights. That's sick. He's going to have to go after the the bike kickflip now. Yeah, if anyone says it's fake, you can come at me. All right, we'll give Davis his a Twitter handle, like heavily used Twitter handle at the end of the show. Heavily Speaking, used. any final comment? <laughs> no, just heavily used Twitter handle. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Speaking of deserving it, Alzheimer's today, as of this recording on Thursday, release, released its newest video, You Deserve It. Which, I, I, I wrote this down, I called it the feel-good movie of the fall, but then again, that weekend clip could be also called the feel-good movie of the fall. It was pretty entertaining and feel-good, but um, it was super good. Everybody from Alzheimer's is in there. It's 42 minutes. It's a full-length video. Davis, you watched it this afternoon. What stood out to you? Any, any major things? Yeah, I mean, I think what stood out to me is that I think it looks like a crew that looks just fun to skate with. I thought the spots were top-notch. Maybe some of the music might be a little below my generation line and mm. not things that I would have been listening to. But we can get into this a little later because he has curtains. But I, that might have been my favorite zero part since Vicious Cycle. I don't know, Jason, what did you think about the video? Well, yeah, with Alzheimer's, pretty much know what you're going to get. It's going to be like kind of a party vibe. Will Marshall is going to do some tech ledge wizardry. Um, Etienne, when Etienne first came out, I, I, I called him like Canadian guy Mariano. Might not be there yet, but like right now, I think he's like made his own, you know, new street skating, just like transition shit, street transition, ledge, rails, whatever. Definitely a natural. Um, the music, like I, I think I kind of think they toned down the music on this one, like a little <laughs> more mellow, like I don't even know what you call it, like 80s, like alternative or whatever, or like British indie rock or whatever. But um, but yeah, like with this and the DGK video that we talked about last week, this might be the new wave. Just like putting everyone on your team, including flow guys or whatever, in a video and having like a 30 or 40 minute video. Like I, it would take one more for it to be an actual. Yeah, this this might be the new wave. For a while, we were on like just 10 minute promos type of thing. Like two guys are montage. Now it's like, oh, you know, what I mean? let's let's like throw everything in the kitchen sink in there. And see how it goes. They put out like a video a year. Yes or no? All timers. Seems like they've got a like a pretty legit full length. I was yeah, impressed. Video a year. Yeah. Like I watched at least some of it in the bath because I needed to warm up today because it got so cold. But I was like Elijah Odom, who opens the video, was like that dude's kind of an insane skater. He like half cab crooked grinds into the bank at welfare welfare banks in D.C. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Word. And. Like, from there, like, that dude was all good tricks and nothing lame. Like, he did backside nose grind revert on kind of a handicap bump to bar. Like, that was messed up. Dustin Henry had the fakie front crook. Not Dustin Henry. Yeah. Oh, it is Dustin? Okay. Shoot. For a second, there's I Dustin, thought that was... There's a Dustin, there's a Justin. But you, you were right. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, for a second, I was like, no, that dude rides for quasi. No, nah, fakie front crook, frontside half cab heel out. I don't know. Everybody had some really good stuff in there. Um, where am I going with this? Good party vibe with the music. Circling back to Zared, best part since Vicious Cycle. 
Yeah, that's bold. Do that, Davis. I don't. Take, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it is a little bold, and Zared's. That's not to say Zared hasn't been crushing it since, but I just feel like I don't know. I think he's in this like sick time of his skating where he's just kind of like you know what like i think i am the best switch skater of all time and that doesn't mean i have to do like super tech stuff but i can do a three trick uh fly out ramp line to start my part all switch and or to start the video all switch and that might be the sickest clip in it i don't know i think he's just maybe like held to like he's holding on to just doing like fun switch things that don't have to be super tech and like just owning that he's the best at like riding the board switch. Kind of like the switch hippie jump wall ride, you know, like what what are the weird switch things I can do? And he's like owning being the best. at. It's... Yeah, I mean, like you could certainly make an argument for him being the best switch skater of all time. Like the crazy thing to me is like how good he's been for so long, like consistent, which is crazy. Like Vicious Cycle came out in like, whatever, 2002? Five. I just One, looked it two. up. Oh, one, two, five. But still, like, that's yeah, yeah. Still. 17 years ago, and so the footage is could be close to 20 years old. Yeah, like, what, what other parts has he had? I'm trying to think. Like, he probably had yeah. some shit in, like, the Zoo York, the Zoo York videos that came after that. Yeah, he had that shared part with Dennis and the DVS video. Yeah, DVS. Yep. He had that it's Trans like World Outliers sick. video, which was really sick. Um, outside with, yeah, a bunch of Zoo York videos, State of Mind, and a bunch of other ones in, in between, and clips throughout and yeah i'm not saying that uh Zared hasn't skated well in between vicious cycle and now but i think that like it was just it looked like he like is having an like an insane amount of fun there's got to be like a not even that zoo was good bad or the other like it might i could see it being kind of weird on the zoo like the late zoo when it was kind of owned by echo and then all of a sudden the whole aesthetics team was on there it's got to be fun having like a post zoo york career where you're still really insanely good and yeah the the switch stuff always strikes me because it's like counterintuitive switch switch wall ride hippie jump i don't even know how to begin thinking about doing that because a switch backside wall ride is insanely awkward like your shoulders just don't want to do it i mean just think of the breadth of his career he can do misty no it's a rodeo flip it's a rodeo flip on the on the snowboard jump and he does it in swim shorts or board shorts let's call them Nose blown up like a handrail along with 15 other tricks in Vicious Cycle. And now, yeah, 360 flip up that little bank over the skate stopper and then switch tray flip in bank to bank landing. Like, yeah, just insane. Yeah, like, I mean, he's definitely not jumping on rails like in Vicious Cycle anymore or huge ledges or whatever. But, like, the switch stuff that he chooses to do is crazy. Like, the I guess his ender and at, like, the uh, that Baltimore spot, like, switch one slide, 270 kick flip out or whatever that's you know that's crazy you know so he's definitely like picking his spots a little bit more but yeah just being that good at switch for that long and being you know just consistently good as fuck is uh i don't know he's up there man he's probably like in, in the pantheon of street skaters by now probably pretty I, underrated overall yeah and a lot of his stuff is like tasteful too where it was like he did that switch is that a baltimore spot that little like uh, transition quarter pipe to drop yeah, that's switch yeah, switch yeah, blunt, yeah, and then doing it back to switch. You know, a lot of people would switch blunt to regular because it's just the sh- way the shoulders work. But he does it back to switch, and he did that switch flip pivot in the ditch, but then he went <laughs> back in switch. Like the shoulders just don't want to do that, right? And so those little nuanced things in a trick that, like, I feel like certain people will be like, "Oh yeah, like I that's sick that he did that because that is way harder than going back into regular." And then sometimes when he skates regular, it almost disappoints me because I just want to see him do like the weird impossible switch thing 
it's yeah it some yeah you'll you'll watch other dudes and they'll do the trick and then you're like hoping you're like yeah go and switch go and switch go and switch and then it's like they can't because it's incredibly hard to do it but yeah zerd pays off and i'm not sure if i'm on the same page with disappointed about his regular skating but uh i do get the point like switch switch 360 melon off a launch ramp just after a switch kind of airwalk even just switch like little like almost method to incredible that opening line yeah what what else oh you mentioned elijah before like i think he was definitely like the breakout star yeah of all of all the newer guys on the team like definitely like a power type of guy yeah his the fakey crook he did up the hubba was the his trick that stood out to me the most you mentioned his uh backside nose grind revert on that bump to bar and the half gap crook but i think just a fakey crook you know weger was proud when he did that for sure Weir shout out. I'm going to try his name. Stefan Boca. Stefan. Stefan makes a lot more sense now that I've tried it once. That dude was doing like new lines at the pier, like going the wrong way over the over the two stair ledges. What? 5-0 pop shove. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 5-0 pop shove. Drake Jones. Yeah. Reading my notes and they don't make sense to me. The no, the ledge that Drake Jones nose slide popped out. He did a 5-0 frontside 5-0 pop shove it out like super good. That's one of my favorite tricks. Like, some of the dudes I wasn't really familiar with really pulled it out. And then, um, real quick, Will Marshall had two of them, I think, that stood out to me. He did the... I only ever remember seeing Rick McCrank do this in a sequence in Transworld at that Skate Street skate park. Backside 180 nose grind, and then switch frontside big spin out. Will Marshall did yeah, one of those. And then the hard flip back tail on that Philly rail was like, I don't think that's ever been done on a rail. No, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, um, quarter snacks today, Lane Derla, right up said it. It was his best part, and you can you definitely made that argument. Like he put a ton of crazy shit together. He also brought back the uh, 360 flip nose slide, which might be back, back on I trend. Think it's back. Like, it's, yeah, me too. I think it's back, which is fucking awesome. Like that guy Stefan did one. Will Marcher did one into that bank at like uh, it's in some college like in Massachusetts, like Holy Cross or something like that. <laughs> that was pretty nuts. Oh, also. Also appreciate, too. Yeah, 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 that was crazy. Oh, also, also appreciate Etienne having a uh, nose slide as a single trick in his part. It was long. Awesome. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was one of the better nose slides seen in a while for sure. The Stefan dude, the one trick that I really appreciate was like the Nolly heel at Pulaski over the block to drop. Just oh, good god! It, you, you maybe can't tell in footage, but it's not short to go over. So like in a straight Nolly heel, um, it was definitely like stood out. Yeah, speaking of. DC, Maryland, Virginia, definitely was psyched on the number of Richmond spots in this part. There was like seven to ten, I think. Definitely, definitely the new skate capital of uh, of the world, new skate mecca, Richmond, Virginia. Like it's funny, it used to be like people couldn't wait to get out of here. Now it's like people are coming down here from New York to skate. Pretty funny. But yeah, definitely sick. Brianna Delaney did a. Uh, I can only describe it as it was like a backside one eighty nose grind into a bank, but it was like a. It was like a Stevie out, like a it was backside 180 nose grind, switch, shove it, but catch it in 180. So come out straight. Like she had some rad stuff in there. Extremely long back tail. I, I mean, I have in my notes just in all caps, and it's two thirds of the way down the column. The skating in this video is insanely good, and I stand by that. Yeah, that uh, Brianna Dana part was super sick. Like it's good to see footage from him again. Like that guy's a freaking uh, wizard. On ledges and shit. So that, that was definitely a sick one. Forbidden 14, right? For, the Forbidden 14, yes. He is, yeah. 
Damn, yeah. did it? Did the part pass the test? Was anybody I'm, checking? I'm that? sure. I'm sure. Etienne did a lip slide on a ledge. I'm sure that he was. Uh, Daniel maybe wasn't too uh, stoked <laughs> on that, but they Dude, but it made the cut. Nope. So. Damn, you're queuing us up. I, I was I was pretty stoked on the Ollie up gap lip slide because he slid the whole bench. That's one of my go to yeah. tricks. Like if I'm feeling a little uh, a little yeah, a little hyped, a little no, stoked. Further thoughts or or is that it? I I liked Will's song. It was like this like slow uh, emotional song, and it was like he had a lot of he had a lot of gnarly tricks that were great in slow mo, and so I felt like it added a lot of drama to it, and I appreciated that. And like the frontside big spin nose slide on that bump to rail, I think it's is that New Jersey? I'm not actually sure where that that brick oh bump that to rail. looked like the like the brick bank. Yeah, yeah, that yeah that that's the same. Like, that was impressive. So I, I, Will's part, I mean, yeah, the hard flip back tail. I think I've seen a couple people do that on rails before. Okay. Um, but no one like Will that does it. The hard flip back nose grind on the, is that the UMass hub? I'm pretty sure that a bunch of people in this video killed. That's straight up channeling Chet Thomas, hard flip nose grind. The Chetty T. The originator. Shout out Chet Thomas. Man. What's he still working at Dwindle? I think he's still working at Dwindle or something. Headman's Probably. Dark Star, I believe. Or... Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think Dark Star is still in that camp or whatever. He, is he still like a part of Globe? He might be. Not. They still make those. They still make like the CT4s or whatever. <laughs> Second pair of skate shoes ever were some Chet Thomas globes. You yeah. could, uh, th- you could just, you could shoot them with a shotgun. Yeah. And still be able to skate. And those things were freaking. I'm still tanks. skating them, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Size sevens. They need to put. It, they need the the CT4 as like uh, armor upgrade in Call of Duty or some shit. Well, this <laughs> Is that could a thing? be. Is that a thing? I don't even know. <laughs> This could be a, a slight transition that uh, one thing, too, is ETN and uh, and Nick Matthews might be doppelgangers, which did you guys see that Nick Matthews backside Smith from that Huff edit? Oh, yeah. How could uh, how could we not? Definitely inescapable this week. Yeah, that's like, yeah, they kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm picking up on the doppelganger vibes that that thing was face high. You ever yeah. stay with Matthews? I, I need to know mm-hmm. how tall that dude is. You know what? I'm not a tall guy. And he's a little shorter than me. So for him to do that is really impressive. Uh, I mean, a backsmith is definitely kind of like an up trick that you just the way genetically your legs work and your knees With bend, you just bend your knees back and the board goes up. But the homies at Village Psychic posted a still of uh, the, the first angle roll up. He's crouched down about to pop and the rail is legitimately eye level. And so and that was not a big curb cut. That was just a standard SF curb cut. Yeah, I, I was pretty stoked on that. You guys too. I, I'm gonna take it. Yeah, yeah. That kid's uh, kid's got a lot of juice right now. I'll tell you. Yeah, I like the Mason kickflip the with the real Huff alleyway like that wooden kicker like bump to bump homage. That was that was really on the dumpster. Did you, uh, we're going a little off script, but uh, did you ever skate? I mean, for for listeners who might not know, Davis rode for real skateboards. Did you skate with Huff all that much? Was he around while you were around? He wasn't, he wasn't like in the van skating a ton when I was, you know, when I was doing it, but he would, he would be at like events. He would be around, especially if we were like on a trip in SF, he'd come through and hang out. But he was like, that was kind of peak him really like branching Huff into like this company that was more than just the shop, you know, and then he started doing footwear. And so he was full, full business Huff at that point. So he wasn't really out. He wasn't on many trips, but it was still sick to see, like, dude, here's, like, a legitimate just skate dude fully running a business. Like, even as a kid, that was yeah, pretty man. impressive to see, like, 
wait, aren't you like an idiot like us? How are you doing this? <laughs> so. You can like do stuff and make it and sell it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Thanks for that. I think that brings us to the part of the show where we talked about what we're stoked on this week. Jason, what are, are you stoked on? A bunch of venture riders in the Alzheimer's video. Uh, that guy Elijah, Will Marshall, I think. So we're stoked on that. Also stoked on an event that's going down tonight. Steve Rocco being inducted into the Skateboarding Hall of Fame. Don't know if he'll, if he'll even show up. Um, I scoured the internet trying to find a live stream from shit. Hopefully someone is videotaping it because, uh, yeah, that guy rules. Also stoked on a little video uh, out of L.A. This guy, Kevin Perez, came out with it called For Love with a bunch of very heavy hitters like Yuto, uh, Paul Rodriguez in there for a little bit. So just, you know, some L.A., just lead skating vibes. Pretty tight. Stoked on it. Uh, Davis, what are you stoked on this week? Well, every morning I start my day with a little coffee and skateboardle. So, and if anyone has not played it, it's basically the wordle, but for skating. So you got six tries to guess a bunch of different clips and you have to guess the video. And, you know, I mean, I guess my, uh, my zone is like early 2000s until, you know, maybe, maybe like a year ago. And so, which, which we definitely get a lot of that on this website. So, so I like to start my day either, hopefully nailing it usually getting stumped but uh i'm not going to spoil it for for today well no one's going to listen to this podcast today sunday so you you got you got some runway yeah yeah so so the one the one that that i just did was pj lad and really sorry so i felt like that was right up my wheelhouse and i nailed it and other than that it rained in la and it only does that about seven times a year and that honestly uh um, I don't know if that's sad but uh as we get older maybe uh mundane things like weather are the things that really get you excited. Yep. Mon- does, does it, what about you? I was going to, I got to ask, does it smell like rain in LA or? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And you get the, the good thing, smell. The thing is, is that when it doesn't rain for months on end, it's the stale, hot, just air and smoggy. And so when it rains, it clears it up and you actually kind of like remember like what, uh, you know, coming from, from Minnesota, I remember what fresh air actually smells like again. And so. <laughs> That's all you need. All right, your turn, dude. <laughs> I'll take that unofficial uh, queue up. Uh, what am I stoked on? I'm going to San Francisco tomorrow with my wife, but without my kid. This is our like second trip in six years without our child, so I'm super stoked on that. Love the kid, but uh, a little autonomy is going to be sick. Also, this is this is a late breaking stoked on. I was watching the end of the Alzheimer's video a couple like two hours ago, and my child my daughter kind of hopped on my lap as we were going through um like alexis's part shout out alexis we didn't get to her in the uh, discussion but she ripped and then into zared and um, i basically just was like oh yeah that's hard is he yeah that's hard oh oh switch one slide 270 nolly flip out that's really hard and so she all of a sudden was like i want to go skateboard and this has happened, but tonight we went down to our basement. It's like half finished. I've got a cruiser board with big old uh, Satori 60s on it. She hopped on that and um, kind of just spontaneously, she learned how to push on her own. And so I'm super there stoked on that. Like I could push her. I, she'd hop on and then I'd push her on the hip and she'd go. And then all of a sudden, like tonight, like two pushes, foot on the board. Feet aren't in the proper places. Papa needs to chill out on that. But um, yeah, she's juiced. So super stoked on that. Hell yeah. All right. Well, that's it for our show this week. Be sure to check out mostly skateboarding.net 
for links and other show notes. Shout out to Templeton, who always puts those notes together. I'm trying to think of what the most uh, obscure show note we're going to get. Nothing coming up. Until then, you can keep up with all of us online. Davis, where can the people find you on the internet? If they want, it's just, I think, whatever I got. Instagram is just my name. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'll probably retweet a uh, random Minnesota sports thing every three months. And uh, so, yeah. Are the, are the Vikings? You, Vikings, wait, hold up. <laughs> Vikings, Vikings are six and one or some shit, right? As of recording, they're seven and one. And Damn, yeah, that's dude. awesome. But I was also born into this uh, fandom and I've been molded by darkness. So I know yeah, better than that's, to get excited. Yeah, the, uh, I mean, they're the best there. So, as, yeah. At, as of now, the Timberwolves, the Minnesota Timberwolves, are shadow banned from this podcast until further <laughs> notice. As they should. As yeah. they should. Shit. Okay, you, you go go back to asking Jason about something. Okay. Uh, Jason, what about you? What's, uh, where can they follow you? On Twitter, at Carbonite94. On Instagram, at FrozenCarbonite. And writing stuff for Quartersnacks.com. Mike, where can the people find you? I'm... Uh... On Instagram and Twitter, same handle at M Munzenrider. Maybe I'll get verified this week. I don't know. You guys got you eight. Got bucks. eight you got eight bucks. Got eight bucks. Um, big thanks to Davis. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, yes, you're sir. a born podcaster. I'm glad I could <laughs> spit my rollerblading takes with you guys. We. Uh, I'll see you at the park. It, it was tight. You might get invited back. We'll see what Templeton thinks when he uh, edits this thing. Uh, uh, judgment day. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's enough dry humor. We'll see you all next week. Later. Peace. Thank you, Davis. Yeah, yeah thanks for coming around. This is yeah, super no, fun.
Thank you. 